Welcome into Searching for San Antonio, part of the San Antonio Podcast Network. This series explores the Alamo City by showcasing small businesses, nonprofit organizations, and some of the wonderful people that make San Antonio what it is. Join in as we search for the true meaning of being a San Antonian. Before we get started on this episode, I want to remind listeners to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Additionally, be sure to follow and like the podcast on social media. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and of course my favorite, Twitter, at SA Pod Network. Now in this episode, I'll have Donovan Thompson joining me to talk about his local influencer account, SATX Rated, that he manages along with his co-founder slash managing partner, Angela Gonzalez, and a few other contributing individuals including Nikki, Miss Neary, and Ambeezy. SATX Rated was founded in 2018 and has grown tremendously in popularity since then. They are one of the top influencer accounts in San Antonio and focus on sharing pictures from all over the Alamo City. Want to know where to eat, drink, or hang out in San Antonio? You should probably follow SATX Rated on Instagram. They are a certified tourism ambassador for San Antonio and even have their own merchandise page now. Like this podcast, they want to showcase all of the amazing places here in San Antonio to show locals and people traveling here all there is to do. When searching for them on Instagram or other social media sites, you can't miss their logo. It pays homage to the throwback Spurs logo with the pink, orange, and teal colors, which we'll kind of get into during the interview. For people looking to create a bucket list of sorts for places to try and visit here in town, they are your go-to. Sure, there are other Instagram influencer accounts here in San Antonio, but not one that really just focuses solely on the San Antonio establishments quite like SATX Rated. I'm really excited to get into my interview with Don, but before I do, I want to remind the listeners that this episode is brought to you by Live from the Southside. Live from the Southside is a Latina-owned online and print publication that helps residents and visitors find things to do on the south side of San Antonio and throughout Texas. Their goal is to improve and expand community relationships through promoting positive stories, interesting people, and businesses in the community. You can visit their website at southsidesanantonio.com, which is where you can also order the Live from the Southside magazine. You can also order your copy of the magazine on Amazon or simply subscribe to their newsletter to receive your online edition. Lastly, you can follow them at Southside SATX on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. Huge thank you to April Monterosa and Live from the Southside for supporting this show. Listeners, we're going to take a quick ad break, and I'll be right back with my interview with Donovan Thompson from SATX Rated. Stay tuned. This is what we're made of. The businesses that line our streets and the customers that make them flourish. As a business owner, this is your community, your members, your regulars, your neighbors. Your business is unique, so are your customers. No matter who you need to reach, Spectrum Reach is here to help you connect with the right message on every screen. Visit SpectrumReach.com to connect with a local advertising expert. That's SpectrumReach.com. Welcome back into Searching for San Antonio. Like I mentioned earlier, I have Donovan Thompson of SATX Rated joining me on this episode of the podcast. Don was born and grew up in New York, but has lived in San Antonio for quite a while now. He was a sergeant in the U.S. Marine Corps for almost 13 years and now works for a major company here in San Antonio. In between his military and business career, he received a degree in psychology from UIW. So without further ado, here's my interview with Donovan Thompson. So thank you, Donovan, for joining me on Searching for San Antonio. I'm excited to have you on. Uh, it's kind of different for the podcast. Never really had a uh, an influencer on the podcast. <laughs> That's uh, very so, kind of you. 
<laughs> so so welcome on. Love your mission. Love what you and Angela are doing with SATX Rated. Kind of kick us off. Let the listeners, followers know, you know, how did this get started? Where Are, are you from San Antonio originally? No, I'm, I'm originally from New York, but I uh, was in the military and I met my wife along the way, who is from San Antonio. And after I got out of the military, uh, my wife decided she wanted to come back to San Antonio and I was all for it. So here I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for your service. I appreciate thank that, you, sir. Donovan. Uh, so how long have you been in San Antonio then? I've been in San Antonio about eight years now. Uh, I love okay. this city and I have no desire to live anywhere else. This is <laughs> this is home now. <laughs> Much different than New York, but I'm sure you, you were different. in other locations, you know, being in the military, right? Yeah, I was stationed around the place. Um, New York, obviously lived there till I was about 18. And then I was stationed in South Carolina, Florida, uh, North Carolina. I uh, spent a little time for, for training in California, and you know, then deployed or deployed <laughs> numerous times. But yeah, now I'm here. Yeah, well, we're glad to have you. You know, you do a lot for the community. You support local businesses, small businesses, in social media and through events. But speaking of SATX rated, kind of give us some backstory on that. How did you get started? I know it's yourself, it's Angela. Um, you know how how was the idea formed? Yeah, so I'm a big foodie. And when I moved to San Antonio, like anywhere else I've been stationed, I grab my Yelp app and I go see what is there to eat on Yelp and, you know, sort by reviews and go to these places. So I would always, you know, write my Yelp reviews. I've been Yelp elite for about eight years now and post it on my social media. And my friends that I've, I've made in San Antonio would be like, you know, where is this place? And I would be like, you know, it's, it's such and such. And I'm like, then my head thinking, you're born and raised in San Antonio. Uh, but every time I <laughs> like, how do you not know, right? People would, you know, <laughs> a lot of my, a lot of my coworkers at my, you know, my day job would come to me and be like, Oh, I saw your, your, your review on Yelp at the top. And like, that's so cool. And, you know, any other, and would always ask me about places to go. Uh, so I would always give that, you know, information just ad hoc whenever I was asked. And then I uh, made some friends in Austin, Texas. They had an idea to start their own influencer, I guess, social media, if you would. And it was called ATX Rated. And they started, you know, promoting businesses and it looked fun. And I was like, well, I'm already doing this just without a platform. So I said, hey, y'all mind if I bring this to San Antonio and we'll do a SATX Rated in San Antonio? They were like, here, sure, do whatever you want to do. So I, I took it and I, I mean, I just ran with it and just kept running it and never looked back. You know, and three years later, over 16,000 followers on Instagram. It's It's been a fun ride. And so how did Angela come in the picture? Was she a friend of yours, a coworker maybe? Yeah. How did how did she get involved with SATX Rated? We met through our, our, our day job. So we were uh, coworkers. Then we became friends and hanging out and all this stuff and going to these places um, that people would ask us about where, where we are. When I thought about bringing the, the SATX Rated you know, social media to San Antonio. First person I thought of was her. And I said, Angela, will you be kind of like my San Antonio? Because she's from San Antonio, born and raised. And I said, would you be my San Antonio, you know, eyes and ears representing the culture correctly and doing things, you know, properly. Also, it was awesome to bring on a woman's perspective as well. So it balanced us out. We have a man and a woman kind of talking about different events. So she may be interested in certain things that and I may have other ideas of things to do and then we can come together. Also with bringing on Angela, she kind of was my guide for the city as well because she actually did go and went to different places to eat and explore the city. Well, I think that's important. 
you know, you have someone who, who is actually traveling around the city, been to many places, uh, different sides of town. I know sometimes, uh, and we're going to get into this kind of later, but I know sometimes people want to start, uh, something like an influencer account or a foodie account and they kind of stick to one side of town, right? Or they stick yeah. to one, <laughs> one thing. And it, even myself, you know, I've been guilty of that. I find myself sticking to the downtown area <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and not, and not really exploring, but with the podcast, I've almost been forced to go to different sides of Same. town. Um, so that's, that's been awesome. I have to ask though, with the colors and the logo, you know, you're paying homage to the old retro Spurs logo. Always. I love that. Have you had that since the beginning? Cause I love it by the way. Yes. Yeah, since the beginning. Uh, so I've always been a Spurs fan. I know, uh, growing up in New York, on the record, I've, I've just never really been a fan of the Knicks. I've been a love love John Starks growing up. I guess technically I've been like a player fan, so I've I've been a fan of you know John Starks and and certain players. But Tim Duncan is my my all time like favorite basketball player. Uh, he does it. I love that. I don't even know how to even describe the love I have for Tim Duncan. <laughs> like, I've, <laughs> I, like I've met celebrities in my life, and I would probably probably one of the few people I would probably get starstruck if I met. <laughs> Yeah. Same here. Same here. If I ever yeah. came across those guys, I mean, any of the big three, really, and probably any Spurs player or Greg Popovich. Right. For that <laughs> or matter. Greg Popovich, too. <laughs> I, I know. No, the colors and the, those colors unmatched, the Fiesta colors. It, it is San Antonio. If I wanted to represent San Antonio, you know, here it is. And I know this past year, year and a half or so, of course, the Fiesta theme colors have, have uh, come back in terms of popularity. Obviously, they've always kind of been there, but with the new retro uh, colors on the, the Fiesta jerseys that the Spurs yeah. rolled out this past year. But you've had this for a few years now. So Yeah, yeah <laughs> I've done it for say. a few years because I, I just fell in love with those colors. So I've always, all my Spurs gear, even before they rolled the retro colors back out last year, all my Spurs gear is retro colors. So I've always nice. rocked retro because they've always been for sale, but they just haven't been like promoted on the, on the games and stuff. But I have a Fiesta, a Fiesta color Spurs scarf I got from the AT&T Center one year. And every time I wear that during Fiesta time or in the winter, people are like, where'd you get that? And I'm like, well, you know, you just I got lucky. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, going back towards like the beginning of, uh, you know, when you started SATX Rated, what was that like? I see a lot of people, friends, followers, you know, they, they want to start a foodie account or an account that goes around and maybe they want to be an influencer. And I think, honestly, whether it's for good or for bad, I think there's a lot of the youth that they look up to influencers and that's what they want to be, you know, when they grow up. Uh, but what's that like? Because it's tough. It's not easy or else everyone would be doing it, right? Yeah, it's, it's really tough, man, because first of all, I don't think people understand how expensive it is to start this kind of thing. <laughs> I, I think they just see the end result, which a lot of things in life, you know, we, we see the end result I'm like, oh, I, I want to do that. But don't see it, all the, the bricks it took to build this house for, for us. So my wife and I, we would go out all the time to eat. That was just our thing. So we already did that. And I think when a lot of new people start, they don't understand that businesses are not going to give you free meals or pay you to promote their business if you don't have a, a following or a platform. So you have to pay your dues early on in the beginning. And it's it's very expensive to go to these places every night and every weekend and and go to these fancy restaurants and even eat at, from taco trucks every week. It, it get the price, it adds up. And I don't think people see that. And I see people come and go. Um, and that's, I guess, one piece of advice I would give someone wanting to start this is just be aware that it takes a while to, to build up a following and you're going to have to pay for it at first. 
Absolutely. And on social media, if we've learned anything from the algorithm, and I mean, even I myself, I mean, I don't understand the algorithm and a lot of people don't. It's hard, right? People study the algorithm. But when it comes to that, a big factor is how often you post, right? I mean, it's said that if you're on Instagram, you should be at least posting once a day, right? And that's not even counting the stories. Um, and that's not accounting other social media platforms. Yep. But to be posting every day, I mean, if you just look at an influencer account, you're thinking, oh, man, I got to go somewhere every single day. Like you just mentioned, that can be extremely expensive if you're really trying to go somewhere every single day, whether it be a dinner, a breakfast, a coffee, a dessert. So what I've heard, and I know we kind of talked about it when we when we first met, uh, but what I've heard is that what some people do is they go to places Maybe, on, you know, within the span of a day or two days, they take a bunch of pictures and they kind of backlog them. They save them up. And that kind of makes it easier to post um, and create more of like a content calendar. Is that something that you found successful with SATX rated? Absolutely. It's almost necessary for survival. Uh, <laughs> we, we don't go, you know, places every single day. A lot of times we go, like you said, you know, over a span of a few days, like this past weekend, this weekend was ridiculous. <laughs> we were somewhere <laughs> like every few hours over like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. And that's going to give me a good solid, you know, week or two of content. So that's how you got to do it. You have to go backlog everything, save the photos, make sure you catalog them, you know, label them, remember where this place was. That was a lesson learned early on, like having pictures of my camera roll and being like, <laughs> where is this from? Um, but yeah, and then also, you know, don't be... I guess other vices don't be eager to want to be famous. I don't know how to word that. You got to have people helping you as well. So, so when Angela and I started this, it, it's SAT. It's still this way. SATX rated is the brand that is representing these companies in San Antonio. We're secondary. So you might see us occasionally on video or photos, but I think some people may want to be like the influencer. So for us, not being a single person, we can cover a lot more ground. So Angela, she lives on the east side, northeast side, and she can cover gigs on that side. And I'm on the north northwest and I can cover this side. And I have friends that live in in downtown that can help me cover that area. But because you know we've built the following not to expect to see one person's face it allows us to be more flexible and leverage our our friends to help us out as well. And I think that's so interesting about SATX rated and actually it's something I personally enjoy about your feed on Instagram is that it's not just about you, right? It's not yeah. just pictures of you. It's not just pictures of Angela or just someone. It's the business. It's the food. It's the dessert, the drink, the event, whatever it yeah. is, it's that that's being uh, showcased, yep. right? Because you're right. You do have influencers, right? That are out there and it's just them. And that's, that's what they want. Maybe they want to be famous. Maybe they just want to be recognized, whatever it may be. That's their thing. But that's what I like about SATX rated. That's why you're here, Donovan, <laughs> because <laughs> I like the mission, right? It, it, it's supporting San Antonio businesses, small businesses, local businesses, what's here, even going back to how it started, right? People asking you, people who lived here yeah. asking you, Hey, where's this place? It's in their own city, yeah. you know, and you're showcasing that so they can learn because I know I've told this story on the podcast multiple times, but growing up, I, I didn't like my own city because of that. I didn't explore. I didn't know what was out there as a kid, as a teenager, even when I first started driving. But now I know, right? Now I know all these different things out there. And so you're providing that for your followers. And I just absolutely love that. Thank you. Yeah, it's about the city first. You know, another another funny thing is uh, early on when I first moved to San Antonio, I was doing all this exploring. And I think I get the explorer 
thing from, you know, being stationed in different places and having to figure out places quickly. But the funny thing is I got here and I found all these fun things to do in San Antonio. And I was like, I love this place. I'm glad I moved here. But I would also hear, and you're from San Antonio, so you can tell me if this is true. I hear a lot of people say they have to go to Austin to do certain things or we're going to Austin this weekend for this and that. And San Antonio doesn't have a lot of things to do. And I'm like, I'm I'm calling your bluff. I'm like, no, there's so much stuff to do here. And I have never run out of anything to post in San Antonio on my page. That's that's exactly how I used to feel. You know, it, it, not so much in high school. It's not like I was trying to go to Austin when I was when I was in high school, but when I was in college, most definitely. And I was here. I was at UTSA. Uh, now, the first couple of years, I was living with my parents, but still, it was the same setup. Even when I turned twenty one, I mean, I was like, okay, when can we go to Sixth Street? Right? When can we go to Rainy Street in Austin? That was always the plan. But again, it wasn't until I got that full picture that I explored for myself that I saw, whether it was through Instagram, whether it was through online, whether it was through going on my own, whether it was through word of mouth, finding all these different places around San Antonio and realizing exactly what you just said, Donovan, that that place is there. You'll, yeah. You won't run out of places to go if you just actually look. Right. Right. And, and I think San Antonio in that aspect, in that perspective, I guess, ha- I think it is changing. I'm sure there's still people out there, especially maybe my age or a little older or around my age that have that same sentiment. They say what they're looking for is in a different city. But I think the youth now have realized that there is so much more to do here in San Antonio. But social media is a huge, it plays a huge part in that. And in a profile like SATX rated by showing what's out there. That said, I do want to ask, when did you start realizing or like take notice that the account was becoming popular? Like, was there, do you remember a certain time when you're like, okay, we're actually doing something here? Oh man, that's, that's a tough question. There's a lot of milestones that happen throughout the process. I think the, you know, the first milestone is like we hit a hundred followers and it was like, oh my gosh, this is a, it's a big deal because initially when we, Angela and I first kicked the page off, we wanted to have content first before we even like try to promote anything. We wanted to launch after we had like 50 posts and we got our friends to follow us and then we wanted to kind of start that way. And then this was in November. Then Christmas came around, December timeframe. And all the, you know, the city's all decorated and all these events started happening. And we're like, no, we can't miss this train. So we just launched early and we just started (laughs) and we had so much cool December content and all our friends were doing stuff. And because we brought our friends in to be a part of it. It's, it's a community page in, in a way. I, I may be, you know, the conductor, but a lot of our friends help with the content. And around that time, we had all this different beautiful winter events happening. And we just kept posting and we just started from there. And then when we had a, a hundred followers or 500 followers, thousand followers. We were like, oh, wow, this is the real deal. But then at a thousand, you, you know, your goal is like, I, I can't wait to hit 10K. <laughs> but it's, <laughs> it's so far away, you know, at that point. But, you know, you just stay focused and you just keep grinding and living in the moment. And it's pretty fun. And then I remember because 10K, you get like the swipe up feature. You get to put a link in your stories on Instagram. It's, it's just a different level. And you get the, your follower count is no longer a number. It has like, it's a number with the letter K at the, <laughs> you know, it's, it's awesome. And that, that's the, when we hit that, as I was like, wow, this is, this is wild. And some other influencers told us, you know, once you pass 10,000, like our friend Alamo Foodie told us this, she was like, once you hit like 10,000, you're just going to see like the numbers. It moves a lot faster at that point, it, it seems like. And she was, she was spot on. Uh, after 10K, you know, we probably got 10,000 in 
two years and now we're a year and a half and then we probably got the other 6,000 in, in six months, you know? So like, it just, it's, that's it's how fast it starts to move. Yeah. What is it like as far as planning out the content? I mean, is it at the point where you're just getting invited to all these places? You know, what, what is that kind of planning like? A lot of time we, we get invited now. So th- that's the beauty. Once you get past spending all your money on food and, <laughs> and, and drinks and, and ice creams and, and cakes, um, you get, start to get invited to these places. And it gets, it does get a little overwhelming. So at this point, we get invited to most of the places that we post, but there's times where it gets to be a lot and we have to like tell people postpone things. Let's say if somebody's having an event and we're already triple booked for that day, I have to turn things down at, at this point, which in a way, a good problem to have, but you know, not good for that business that may have missed out. But that's where we are, mostly invites now, but we still go exploring. You know, we, w- we want the real deal a lot of times as well. So if I go to a restaurant, they have no idea who I am or what I do. You know, whatever experience I have at that time, I know that that's the authentic experience because they have no idea who I am. I'm just another, you know, another customer. Something else you mentioned when we met was there's some folks out there that they get somebody else to take pictures for them. They don't even show up to these places and actually, <laughs> yeah. you know, support the business themselves. They have yeah. someone else go do it and they just use their content. Yeah. But something you've made it a point to do is to actually go to these places. Why is that? You know, why is that important to you? That's a, that's a, that's a big thing for us. So first of all, we, we, shoot, we shoot our photos a certain way. When I say we, I mean all of us, me, Angela, and, and the friends that have helped us do this journey. Um, and then asking the business to shoot content, they're already reaching out for social media help, you know, to have them also shoot the footage. And they're not really maybe familiar with the angles and, and the lighting that's needed. And then they also have to run their business on top of that. It's just, you know, just something we want to be mindful of. So far, I've been lucky and I've been able to take all the photos. You know, we have been able to take all the photos here at SATX Rated. Uh, but in the beginning, there was a lot of times where we would also, you know, use content and reshare, which, you know, user generated content as well. But it's not our ideal, you know, method of doing things. We like to go visit the business. We want to go feel it out, make sure it really exists, <laughs> you know. You pull up here. We don't want to make. We want to make sure that we're sending people to like safe environments as well. So I mean, I don't knock anybody's hustle. That's how they do it. <laughs> That's fine. For us, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, we're we're the ones that are going to go there and shoot the footage. Do you feel like as an influencer, you kind of have to focus on maybe or just kind of hone in on one uh, social media platform? I, I know you have an Instagram, you have a Twitter, you have a Facebook, but obviously, it, it, from what it seems like, Instagram is kind of like. Your golden goose, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's where all the content is. And I've seen that with a lot of other profiles mm-hmm. where maybe, the, you know, their Instagram maybe isn't uh, maybe where they want it to be as far in, in terms of followers, but man, they're active on Twitter, right? You know, so, something like that. And and some businesses, they get the majority of their followers on Facebook. You know, they yeah. build a community on Facebook. But do you feel like that's kind of been your strategy or that's just something that happened organically? Yeah, I think it happened organically. So Instagram, when we started three years ago, was the hot spot. I don't even think TikTok was really anything yet. I mean, I love Instagram. So I, I do photography as well. You know, I hate, I'm not a photographer. I just like to do photography. <laughs> so, but I, I started my own photography page initially. So, and I was already on Instagram. So I was kind of familiar with the algorithms at that time. I <laughs> uh, was able to amass a following on my photography page. So naturally I just gravitated SATX rated into Instagram, but with Instagram, you're able to share to other locations with one post. So the Instagram, when I post on Instagram, it shares to Facebook and to, I think Twitter's on there. 
and Tumblr or was on back in the day. <laughs> Tumblr is, is, I think, is dead now. But it, with one click, I was able to send to all those places. But the main focus is Instagram. Now, when it comes to the content, what would you say is the majority of of SATX rated content? Is it food, drink, events, or just just a mix? Oh man, that's a tough one. It, it, it's a mix. I'll answer the question this way: the posts that do the best are desserts and sweets and which I love because I love sweets. <laughs> so like <laughs> if I look at my past year, desserts and sweets are top three landmarks and art are in the top three as well. Okay. So if, you know, if I like, again, if I did the past 12 months in the top three would be art desserts, and then maybe like lifestyle stuff. So like events going to like, you know, SA current has events like whiskey business or, going to United We Brunch, those posts seem to get good traction as well. So well, how about this? What's your favorite? My favorite <laughs> is events. The I, dessert. I love oh, desserts. Events. Okay. The, the, <laughs> events and desserts. So I love going to like United We Brunch and um, you know what's the other one? The the bear. We have that bear festival um here and the one in, in New Braunfels as well. Because we, we also go to New Braunfels for our page. Uh so events and, and, and sweets. <laughs> <laughs> I noticed on Instagram, uh, it also says in the bio that SATX rated is a certified tourism ambassador. Kind of explain a little bit about that. Yeah. So uh, initially, one of our friends, and you you know April from Live from the South Side, um, I ran into her at an event. <laughs> we just talked about <laughs> events. And she said, you should go get your, your CTA. Well, you know, went online, signed up for a certified tourism ambassador course for San Antonio. Uh, it, was a, it was a day course, day-long course, uh, virtual at time. I mean, this was during the, the lockdown part of it. And essentially just, you know, it's a class that teaches you more about the city, which was great for me, especially being from New York. I got to learn more of the, the tourism side of it and how much, you know, tourism re- revenue, how important it is for the city and places to go and, and things like that. So I went ahead and got that certification for us. So it was pretty cool. I didn't get my certificate because of, you know, COVID. <laughs> you know, it's normally in person, you get a whole ceremony, but you know, it is what it is, right? <laughs> Now, since you brought up the pandemic, I, I mean, I have to ask, and I ask this to a lot of organizations and people I interview here on the podcast, what was that like for SATX rated? What was that like for you? Because it's a little different. You know, usually I'm talking to a business or a brick and mortar location and organization, but with yourself, you know, a lot of this is on social media, but that said, a lot of your content is at these places. So what was that like? That was an interesting time. So right before COVID, I kind of give away like, the behind the scene business secret for, for us during COVID was right before COVID, we were really one of the newcomers, but, but formidable. We were there, we were grinding, coming up to the pages that were already established and then COVID hit. And then we were like, what do we do? You know, as a, as a Marine, you know, mission never goes the way it's planned. Never. <laughs> so you just get, once you get used to that, then you'll, you'll be fine. So change course, started posting about to go deliveries, a lot of people started their own side businesses, you know, uh, making like Agua Frescas, for example. You know, there was a Thirsty AF. I think they changed their name now. I, for, I hate that I'm forgetting their new name. But they they start, they had a business. And so we would go to all these, those type of places and start buying food that way. And then we didn't charge local businesses for stuff. Everybody's struggling. And I, I've been blessed enough to not, you know, to with a, with a great job. And I, I don't need to charge local businesses. So I did all my services for that year, uh, pro bono for pro bono for all local businesses in San Antonio. Didn't charge a cent. And actually was every giveaway you saw during COVID was from our pocket. So that was, it, w- it was a time for us where we felt like 
we needed to step up, you know, for the city. You know, you got to pass on your blessings. You know, I don't want to turn this into some kind of motivational, um, <laughs> you know, podcast right now. But I felt personally moved and, and challenged to really support San Antonio in that way. And, you know, we kind of talked about it earlier, but that's what I love so much about SATX Rated and what we talked about, you and I, is just that mission to really support local and support small businesses. And that's that's really your mission. It's funny, you know, when I think when you first came across the podcast, I think you uh, sent us a message or something on, on Instagram that you enjoyed just to let us know that you enjoyed the And just something like that, right? It's just kind of yeah. letting, just reaching out and just saying a, a nice message like that. Yeah. But what was funny is I remember, and this kind of go, this proves your point, what you said earlier about not being, you know, you not taking center stage here. I remember seeing that and thinking like, who is this? Right. Not, not who is this profile, <laughs> but who am I actually talking to here? Yeah. You know, going onto the profile and being like, who, who like, who is the person? You know, yeah. all I saw was the businesses, the food, the desserts, the events, but in a, in a way that's so cool because that's, that's what you're showing off. Right. It's, yeah. it's all going back to that, that local community. So I'm trying to, I'm trying to change that a little bit as well, because like you said, like, who is this? So uh, some of the, some feedback we're getting, and you know, no one's perfect. So I'm always open to feedback. People and friends or new followers that we make or meet at these events that already follow us, which is pretty cool in itself, would say, you know, we'd like to see more of who you are. So that's why maybe in recent month or so, you've seen me on a little bit more of the post because because of that. And also, I'm getting better when I message people. You know, I put Don at the end of the message to let people know who they're talking to because you can be talking to Angela or me. So, uh, but yeah, that's a good point you bring up. I forget sometimes that like people are, are looking from the outside looking in are probably like um, all the all they see is a logo. <laughs> who are you? <laughs> Speaking on the, the community itself, have you in the past has SATX rated in the past been a part of community events? Yes, and actually glad you brought that up because I would like to plug another community event. Um, the Ronald McDonald House is having an event coming up. I don't know if you're familiar with the Ronald McDonald House, but they for it's for sick children, you know, families that cannot afford, you know, maybe housing and things like that. They bring them in at no cost and house them for, you know, for the duration of whatever treatment they're going through. And they have a cool event called Men Who Cook that's coming up. Um, if you check out our page in our link in bio, we have a link um, for tickets to support that movement. So we love community events. And that is one of my goals is to do a lot more community events. And that's how Ronald McDonald came up because this year during my day job got so busy. And I usually try to volunteer minimum one thing per year. And, I, you know, we donate money all the time, but I feel like giving my time is a little bit, feels more rewarding in a way. So I usually try to go to one physical place, whether it's Haven for Hope or something like that, at least once a year. And this year it almost slipped by and I was like, oh my gosh, I need to, I need to go somewhere. I need to, what do I want to <laughs> donate to? You know, uh, what do I want to donate my time to, my friend's time to? I usually try to bring coworkers and friends along. A little challenging last year with COVID, but, but yeah, we try to do these events and um, that's how Ronald McDonald came up and that's where, that's where we're going to donate our time to this year. Well, Don, we're going to have to get together on that because that's something yeah. that, you know, I, I mentioned, I'm trying to make sure I continue to implement with this podcast and again, I've stated this on the podcast, but, you know, through Haven for Hope, you know, doing a coat drive or a monetary drive for the food bank, you know, things, things like that, um, just being active in the community, not just having these folks on the podcast and sharing their yeah. voice, but also, you know, sharing my time at yeah. these places. So, that, that, so I'm the same way. I, you know, I, I give my money to a lot of places, but again, it's the time. So if you ever have anything going on, coat drive or things like that, always think of us. If we're available, I'm there. 
Now, okay, this is going to be a twofold question for you. So number one, how has business changed for you in terms of what you offer? So what I mean by that is, you know, you're not just posting on social media, you know, maybe eventually you create a website and then eventually you create a shop and you have merchandise, right? That's, I'm sure that's kind of built up over time. I'm sure on day one, you didn't have a merchandise shop <laughs> set up, right? Right. <laughs> and then, and, and wallpapers available and, you know, have your logo on the little Snapchat filters. Yeah. Um, so that's the first part of the question. You know, how has that kind of changed over time? Mm-hmm. And then that'll allow, that'll also allow you to plug in the merchandise. But number two, you know, maybe what what are some plans for the future? That's a great twofold question. And you're right, a lot of this stuff did not happen on day one because it takes a lot of time and energy. Again, goes back to the beginning of our conversation. People don't see the grind and and being up till two a.m. coding and designing and a website. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we know we have satxrated.com. That was uh, initially, we've always had satxrated.com. Whether it had content on there or not is another question, uh, but that's gone through phases. That website's fully functional now. And that does have the shop, like you said. So we launched our, our merch uh, over this past weekend, which is pretty cool, pretty exciting. Countless hours of designing and designing websites and imagery and all this stuff. So Go check it out if you're if you're able to. That'll be pretty cool. We'll, we'll, we appreciate it. But everything happens over time. So I'm always looking for what is the newest thing out there. I try to be an early adopter to those things. So one of the things are on our Instagram page, when uh, Instagram first came out with Instagram guides, which are these, which is a folder where you can group things. So I have a guide on here for coffee shops. I have a guide on Instagram for seafood um, restaurants and things like that. When they first launched that, I found it by accident. I went to go post something and then I saw a menu option for guides because they hadn't really announced it. You know, so Instagram will release things like to certain people individually to test out, you know, the new feature. And we happened to get it early. So I saw it and jumped on. I started, I made about four guides to begin with before, like, <laughs> before anybody else does, does this. I want to be known that SATX rated were, were on the guide train first. Um, so that, stuff like that. So I'm always looking for things like that. We launched the guides. You know, next for us would probably be getting back to hosting our own events. So before before the whole quarantine thing, we're throwing our own parties and, and events at certain you know venues. Our biggest party was our New Year's Eve party. We had that um, down at Southtown Commons, and it was a success. We met people from all around like the states. It was interesting. Uh, we were up on the balcony. A friend a friend of ours. Um, and actually, my friend Nikki. She was like, we we're looking down. She's like, do you know any of these people? And I was like, I don't know any of these people <laughs> and it was so it was such a great feeling to be looking down like on this balcony and like looking at this huge party catered it was a roaring 20s we had a brass band the the staff was dressed up in 20s people came dressed up in costumes in 20 it was awesome so you know i'm just was working that night of course so moving around up down upstairs downstairs helping out you know putting out fires or whatever you know trying to make sure things were going smoothly so eventually i got to a point where i could like mingle. So I was mingling, introducing myself to people and talking to them. And people were like, yeah, we flew in from, you know, one, one person was like, yeah, we flew in from Kansas. We have a friend that lives in San Antonio and they saw this party. So we decided to fly in and we're flying out tomorrow. <laughs> so and it was just so <laughs> cool. So long answer to say for the future, uh, I hope that we can get back to, to having, throwing events again. We just got to see where this COVID thing goes before we go back. Because throwing the parties and then to stop again would just mess up the momentum and it just yeah. it's not it's not worth it at that point. And we want to make sure people are people are safe and things like that. We don't want to do anything just because we want to do it. 
I always ask this question on my other series essay talk. Sometimes I ask it here on Searching for San Antonio, but doesn't matter. I have to ask it because I have you on here. You got to tell me some of your favorite places around San Antonio. <laughs> and I'm already going to apologize ahead of time for, for you. You know, I'm sure you're going to not name a few places. I know. I'm sure it's going to be tough, but you got to name a couple. <laughs> man. Oh, man. Okay, and let me talk to my attorney. And make sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. This is tough. All right. So I'll do it like this. How about this? The first place I'm going to shout out is uh, a restaurant and a business owner that gave us our first shot. So when we had about 50 to 100 followers, I don't remember what it was. At that point, it was so small. It was just really our friends following us. But one of the strategies to build up a following is to do giveaways. And the more interesting, obviously, the more followers you'll gain. So I went to a restaurant called Sangria on the Bird, not knowing the owner. You know, I've had tacos there before, and it was so good. So I was like, you know what? This is close to my actual daytime job. So I can just go drive down there and get a gift card. So I reach out. They're like, yeah, come on out. And I went to go buy a gift card and I bought a $50 gift card and uh, met the owner. Didn't know it was the owner at the time, which we are now great friends. And it was Caesar. And I bought my gift card. I don't know if it's 25 or 50, but anyway, it was for me, it was, it was a lot of money for a page that wasn't turning any revenue. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he gave me the gift card. And then he also handed me a matching gift card with whether it's 25 or 50, that's irrelevant. It was the, it was the thought that counts here. It was like, he's like, here you go. And good luck. So he matched the money I paid with another gift card. So, you know, in hope that I would be successful with what I was doing. And, you know, I guess he saw what we were doing and believed in, in where we were going with it. And Chef Caesar has been, you know, that guy for us. And he opened up Alamo Biscuit. So that's two businesses that people should check out. <laughs> Sangria Underberg has uh, Sangria and Margarita Flights, as well as some of the best tacos and unique tacos you've ever had. And he's also opened up Alamo Biscuit if you want to go for brunch or breakfast. Some cool uh, items there as well. That's my, you know, got to pay it back, pay it forward. But as a restaurant I've frequented, and this is how I'm going to plug the next business, a restaurant I've personally been to over 60 times now through Yelp check-ins. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> and I, I love this place. And I've had family and friends actually fly back to San Antonio to visit us to go to this place. And it's, that's going to have to be, my friends right now listen to the podcast have just answered it for me, Smashing Crab. <laughs> <laughs> I am a... <laughs> Addicted to smashing crap. I really need to stop going there because if I ever get tired of that place, I'm gonna be very sad. <laughs> you got to give me your favorite dessert spot. Oh, dessert spot. Oh, that's a tough one. Um, let me go to my Instagram and see uh, which one I want to call out on here. Looking through the list now, I'm like, I don't want to leave anybody off that list. Sorry, sorry. Oh my gosh, I love sorry, sorry as well. In there, Ube. I haven't been there. Yeah, you need to go to sorry, sorry. It's oh gosh. Oh gosh, so it, good! It's right there at uh, what is that? Is that Wurzbach? Yeah, four ten and, and Wurzbach, right yeah. there, like or Bandera. Sorry, yeah, a Bandera. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, so good. They just went through a remodel, so I think inside is all different, and they have some some new concept going on that I need to go check out as well. And outside of there as well, on um, they have a ghost kitchen there as well on the weekends. So on Friday, Saturday, I think Sunday as well, you can check out on the website. They have Buddha Full Belly, which is a late night Chinese concept that they. It's out of the Sorry Sorry, you know, restaurant as well. And it's a dope concept. Another foodie friend, Alex, sends on your munchies. He would always say, you know, why we don't have a late night Chinese food spot? And uh, before the pandemic, he, he tried this concept at a different location. And it was awesome. We had a, it was party at night. It was like awesome food. Pandemic happened, you know, that, you know, that died out. And unfortunately, but then he started this again with the, the people at Sorry Sorry. And oh my gosh, the food is just phenomenal. <laughs> and it's a late night spot. So 
you know, if you're at home, you know, being a mature, mature adult, you know, enjoying a beverage responsibly, um, they can deliver to you within a certain mile radius or, you know, you can go pick it up, you know, don't drink and drive, please. I feel like I'm treating this like my essay talk series where it's more of a discussion instead of an interview, but <laughs> I do, I do have to add in there, you know, cause you mentioned that your friend was looking for, you know, you guys were looking for like a late night Chinese mm-hmm. food spot. I've always wondered, we love the acai bowls, my girlfriend and mm-hmm. I, there's no late night spots for acai bowls yeah. anywhere. Like we, it's all those places that, that have them. I think that the one that stays open the latest, and it's not even a local spot, it's a chain, is Jamba. They stay open the latest. Mm. All the great local spots that we like going to, uh, there's one in Southtown, the name escapes me, but it's so good. It's right behind Wong's Bodega. But man, they just, they close like at three, yeah, you know, or four. And it's like, sometimes we want a nice eat bowl like at night, like a dessert. Yeah. And there's just no spots open. So there, someone needs to do it. <laughs> there, there's one that just opened up and that was Novo. And I think they're open from Monday through Saturday. They're open till 7 p.m. And they have okay. the acai bowls okay. there. They also make smoothies. They're pushing smooth, it. They're, they're, yeah. they're open they're a little trying, later. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's hard for a lot of the um, the small business to stay open. The larger businesses, the chains, they, they can offset losing money for a couple hours with all the money they made in the daytime or maybe from another location. So that's what right. I discovered. It's hard for them to stay open late. A few people like me and you and I will be there, uh, <laughs> but then, you know, others may not, may not show up. So that's the tough part. It's a balance. You know. I won't, I won't get you in any more trouble by asking no, you no more favorite spots, but, <laughs> no more but, uh, but I do have to ask, cause I ask this question on every episode, you know, what do you think it means to be a true San Antonian in your time here? What have you learned? What do you think it takes to be a true San Antonian, pay property tax. If you're paying property tax, you're a true San Antonian. <laughs> hey, that, it, I mean, that's legally correct. It right? is no joke. When I got here, I lived in an apartment first. Of course, you're just trying to figure out what side of town you want to live on. And when that property tax was about the price of my previous apartment <laughs> alone, I was like, yeah, I'm San Antonio. No one can tell me I'm from New York at this point because I pay taxes. <laughs> I guess, you know, more fun would be being willing to explore. You're trying to find something new, taking the family different places. You know, some things may seem touristy. You know, some things are. Go go try them out. And I'll give you an example. So being from New York, every time I meet someone that is going to go visit and they know I'm from New York, they always ask me, hey, where should I go in New York to, you know, to do this? And when I visit, I'm like, I really don't know. I just can say, hey, make sure you have New York sliced pizza from the most hole in the wall spot you can find. But outside of that, I don't know all the things because being born and raised in New York, even though we went to certain things, we didn't always do the touristy things. So going back to visit New York, you know, people tell me, oh, I had so much fun. I did this. I did that. And then I'll go back to visit New York and go try these things. I'm like, wow, this is really cool. I've always kind of knocked it in a way because I'm like, I don't want to do that tourist stuff. I don't want to. All right. I've been to 42nd Street all the I've been to Times Square, whatever. But when you go with a different you know, mentality and say, what, what kind of fun can I get from this? You'll, you'll see something different. And that's the thing with the San Antonio, uh, going to the Riverwalk. I do love going to the Riverwalk and like just walking, like do, not stopping at a restaurant, just walking in certain areas are just so peaceful, you know, going to the missions, um, hot well Springs, going to the Pearl. These areas may seem a little like maybe touristy, but they're just so much fun. And it's, it's a good getaway. Last deep question for you. <laughs> How do you want to be remembered? And and you can answer this for yourself or you can answer this for SATX rated. How do you want it to be remembered? 
I want to be remembered as someone that was always positive and that always tried to find the good in everything and that wanted to help people out. I, I want, when I'm gone, people like, did you know who Donovan was? I'm like, oh yeah, that guy. And that guy was always happy. It was always positive and, and not in an annoying way, but he was just always trying to like help people and, uh, and always try to talk people through, you know, through any adversity they might be going through and was always willing to change and, and was open-minded. That's what I'm very passionate about growth, being open-minded and always trying to be positive for people and help people out. I've been, I've been thoroughly blessed in my life. And like Dave Ramsey says, you know, more than I deserve. I, I truly believe that. Lately, I've been trying to shift that mentality, but let me not go on a tangent here. I've been trying to say, you know, if God has given it to me, then I, he felt like I deserve it. So I, I need to use those, use those blessings. However way you want to look at that message, as long as it's positive is what I'm trying to get across in every message I give. SATX rated, from that perspective, there's been so many ups and downs with, you know, the quarantine happening, like, oh my gosh, what are we going to do? But we always found, you know, we always found a way. Um, God helped us find a way through everything. And um, we're still here. And it's funny because even sometimes where you'll go through a phase, once you become an influencer, quote unquote, I don't really like to call myself an influencer. I just try to share my experiences. But you go through a phase, sometimes where you're like, I need a break. And I'm like, Angela, you got it this week. I can't, I got too much going on in the day job. You got you to take care of this, you know, take care of the ship this week. And it'll be the same for her. She's like, hey, this week you got it by yourself. I'm like, cool. You know, because I know the feeling. It's funny because sometimes I think about, man, if I stopped SATX rated today, what would that look like? You know, what would that feel like for people? That's a lot of people following and kind of relying on it. And I'm like, at this point, I don't think I could stop SATX. <laughs> so <laughs> I wanted to be known as, as the page that just kept going, kept fighting and kept promoting the city, um, the beautiful city of San Antonio that we all love. Well, Donovan, I really enjoyed our conversation. I've enjoyed your time. Uh, you sharing your experiences. Like I said, I think, you know, I, I know you don't like to be referred to as an influencer, <laughs> maybe, but um, you, I mean, SATX rated absolutely is an influencer yeah. profile and, and, and one that I love here in San Antonio just because of the mission, just because of how it supports, um, how you support, how SATX rated supports local business, small businesses here in San Antonio. You know, speaking of though, bringing it back to SATX rated, of course, plug in. You know, wh where can we find SATX rated Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, website? Yeah. Give us, give us all of that. All right. So if you go to SATXrated.com, you know, all of our social media links are on there. You can also find experience maps on our website, you know, that are categorized by, you know, type of food, whether you want seafood, tacos, uh, coffee shop, um, pizza. You, we have, you know, links on there that can take you to those small local businesses. Instagram is our main hub where you can get, you know, that visual appetite and you know they say people eat with their eyes first and our instagram is just that type of page uh, to go enjoy we've dabbled in tiktok you know satx rated on tiktok not huge there i'm still trying to kind of testing and learning with that i don't know if that's really for our audience per se uh, but you can check us out there as well i think that's that's all the plug-in we have for now well, definitely go follow them at SATX Rated, like Donovan mentioned, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, satxrated.com. Check out their merchandise. I know as, as Donovan was talking, I was already looking up. I want this, this enamel mug that just says San Antonio on it. I already want that. That in the, that in the white hat. Uh, with the logo is probably what I'm going to be ordering pretty soon here. That mug seems to be the best seller so far. <laughs> I love it, man. I love that. 
But uh, but thank you again, Donovan. I appreciate your time. Had a good time doing this. We're, we're definitely going to be uh, keeping in touch and chatting here in the future, uh, setting up some events I'm, I'm, I'm sh- more Absolutely. than sure of. Absolutely. So. This was a pleasure. Thank you for having me on your show. Uh, you do phenomenal work. I've been a listener for a while now, so that's pretty cool as well. <laughs> you know, so keep doing what you're doing. Thank I appreciate you. that. That's going to wrap up my interview with Donovan Thompson of SATX Rated, but don't go anywhere because I'll be right back with my interview recap and some interesting news relating to the podcast, something you definitely don't want to miss. So stay tuned. Hey guys, it's Zach. As some of you may know, I help people plan for retirement. And as your advisor, I can not only show you how money truly works, but put you in control of your money today and in retirement. If you're looking to schedule a financial review, please give me a call at 210-760-0409. Welcome back into Searching for San Antonio. If you enjoyed the interview, and I hope you did, you can support the podcast by clicking our link in bio on Instagram or Twitter. Once you do that, click support monthly and you can set up monthly support for the podcast for as little as 99 cents. Think of it as a cheap monthly cup of coffee. If you do decide to support the podcast, you'll definitely give a shout out on some upcoming episodes, um, probably a couple of them to be honest. Uh, But anyway, I want to thank Don again for joining me on this podcast, Searching for San Antonio. I really enjoyed our conversation. Uh, Like I stated in the intro, I really admire what he and his team have been doing for San Antonio with their influencer account. I understand that for some, the term influencer might have some negative connotation to it, but I think if you're doing it right, you can use that platform to do some good out in the community. In the case of SATX Rated, that's exactly what they're doing. You know, for some accounts that have a large following, the focus is just on themselves. You know, the usual suspects just taking pictures of maybe outfits, taking modeling poses. If it's a girl, maybe it's just a bunch of pictures of them in bikinis or workout clothes to get all the likes. If it's a guy, maybe it's just them at the gym with their shirt off showing some abs. And in my own opinion, you know, there's nothing wrong with taking pictures of yourself and documenting your experiences through social media. I I definitely do so on Twitter and Facebook, especially to share it with, with my family and my friends and my followers, my clients, colleagues. But if you find yourself managing what today's society calls an influencer account, I truly believe you've been given a platform. You've earned, you've probably worked towards that platform. And you should use that stage to do good out in the community, to do good things. And that can come in different forms. For Don and SATX Rated, they're visiting some awesome restaurants, bars, hangout spots, parks, events around San Antonio. So that's an easy one, right? You know, they're showcasing all these places and by doing so, they're helping the local community and they're helping local businesses grow and gain traffic. This is and was especially important during a pandemic when a lot of these establishments were experiencing lower foot traffic and little to no business. For the other accounts that are taking different kinds of pictures that I mentioned earlier, they can at least attempt to mobilize their following into giving back. If their following is local, they can find ways to host events locally or maybe partner with some organizations to host some events. Just basically give back. If they have a lot of followers who are not from their town, they can host monetary donation drives for the community or for some great nonprofits. Either way, I just don't like when I see influencer accounts out there that aren't doing their part to improve the community surrounding them. But getting back to SATX rated, of course, they don't have an issue with that. And I've been following them since pretty much their inception. I can't say I'm a day one or anything, but I remember coming across their account on Instagram back in early 2019 and just loving their posts. It gave me a bunch of ideas of where to visit and different places to try out. Aside from the mass foodie, S.A. Lunchador, who you know, hopefully is my listener, and my other 
friend's account, SA Bytes, SATX Rated was one of the only local influencer accounts I followed. Don't get me wrong, there are other influencer accounts out there that have SA or San Antonio in their name, but I want to give a special shout out to my man Don for a number of reasons. Number one, because he actually reached out months ago, before we even planned this podcast episode, just to simply say that he enjoyed the podcast, he enjoyed listening, and appreciated the professionalism of the show. Number two, because he not only agreed to meet up and grab a cup of coffee with me to discuss being a guest on the podcast, but also actually wanted to be a guest on the show. And lastly, because he genuinely believes in the mission of the podcast, that's their mission there at SATX Rated, and he really wants to help each other grow. Now, I'm not going to name names or profiles or anything like that. I'm not that kind of person. But there were a few influencer accounts here in San Antonio that I've tried to reach out to. And to be honest, they turned me down. A couple of them just either didn't seem interested and and a few didn't respond at all, sadly. And I get it. I'm sure they're busy. I, I know how much work it takes to put content together and edit pictures and upload and post and schedule and all things like that. I mean, we're all busy, right? <laughs> but maybe they just didn't really get the mission like some of us do. If you know me, you know I'm all about supporting each other and partnering up with people who have had the shared goal or who have the shared goal of showcasing local businesses and just propping up and supporting local in general. So I just want to again thank Donovan for showing some love for the podcast and always showing love for the city. I'm really looking forward to partnering with Don and SATX Rated in the future, and I think we can surely do some great things. Now, I mentioned earlier that I have some news in regard to the podcast, and won't be able to name specifics or give you all the details just yet, unfortunately, but I am happy to announce that the San Antonio Podcast Network has found its new co-host. I'm so excited to share the news with you all because I know it's been something I've been trying to do throughout this middle part of 2021 as we kind of get into the fall and winter of this year. For now, all I can tell you is the new co-host already hosts another podcast and is really excited to join the podcast network. I can almost guarantee they will bring a ton of energy, excitement, and humor to the content. Additionally, they're a lot better than me at posting on Instagram and being more visible on social media. I can't name who it is just yet. Stay tuned for that. And I haven't figured out if they will be on both series. I know for sure they'll join me on the SA Talk series, but I'm not sure about the interview. We'll figure all the details out and, of course, share with you as those things uh, work themselves out. Anyways, it's an exciting time for the San Antonio Podcast Network, and guys, we're just getting started. But that is going to do it for another episode of Searching for San Antonio. I really hope you enjoyed the interview. If you haven't done so already, please subscribe or follow on your preferred listening platform. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I will also ask you that you leave a rate and review. If you want to keep up with the show and our other talk show series essay talk, and of course keep updated on the new co-host situation, please give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at SAPod Network. If you have questions about advertising or partnership opportunities, please reach out to me, and that's at Zachary, Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y, at SAPodNetwork.com. If you're a listener and want to support the show, please visit our link in bio on any social media platform and click support monthly. Thanks again for listening, and viva San Antonio.